everyone, and welcome to the Houston Element Podcast. My name is Missy, and I'm your host. And today, I have the lovely pleasure to have on the podcast another wonderful recording artist, Dreadhead Easy. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. So for those that are not familiar, can you just a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, my name is Dreadhead Yeezy. Uh, basically, I do music. I've been doing it for a long time, like uh, years, so many years. I kind of then lost count. So, but <laughs> I've been doing music for a long time. It's something like just my passion, something I love to do. So that's the, that's the thing that keep me in it, just the love for it and, and the fact that it's something fun to do. Because I feel like as long as you wake up, do something you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's how, that's how I feel about it. Yes, that that's the truth, man. But then again, you don't work harder for nobody than yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So where did your first early inspiration come from with music? Uh, what brought you to your career? Um, I have an older brother. And when I was growing up, I was younger. Like, I'm a, I'm a year younger than him, but... Uh, growing up as kids, I always saw him, and he had a lot of his friends, and they always had a rap group, so I always saw them, and I was like, you know, they they was all boys hanging together. It was all the boys hanging together, and I was like, I was a girl. I was like, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I, I wish I could do what my brother doing, and you know, I could do that too, and you know, that's cool. Like, and then my brother, he was always uh, the person I looked up to especially with music. So every time I heard his songs and stuff, like, man, my brother, he could really go, you know? So I got into it. So one day I was like, man, I was like, I'm, I can't go with my brother and his friends. So I had a younger cousin, younger than me. So we was at home one day. My brother, he was leaving out, going with his friends. So I got my cousin. I said, come on. I said, come on, little cousin. We going we gonna to make our own songs together. So that's how I started doing it. So, okay. All yeah. right. I mean, and that's wonderful that you got to share something so positive with your family too, yeah. man. Yeah. And what kind of music did they play in particular? Uh, did that help uh, inspire the genre you wanted to pursue? Yeah. Um, most of the people I know that do music and my brother and his friends, we mostly all rap about like basically life stuff, stuff we've been through in life and uh, different topics like that. So, you know, that, that kind of draws like, how we grew up, basically talk about it in our music and, you know, vent about it in our music and stuff like that. So pretty much. Excellent. Excellent, man. Yeah. So what is the inspiration behind your artist's name and your personal lyrics, you know, aside, yeah. you know, a little more in depth about not just your life experiences, <laughs> but to the nitty gritty. Okay. My first, my artist's name, my artist's name first originally was K Yeezy. You know, people was calling me K-Yeezy before Kanye West was even thought of, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, Kanye West, he Yeezy. People, was, my friends was calling me that for a long time before Kanye West even came out. So I was like, I'm going to get rid of the K-Yeezy because I don't want to seem like I'm piggybacking off Kanye West, but I'm going to keep the Yeezy and just say, I'm Dreadhead Yeezy, you know, Yeezy with the dreads. So that's how I put it. I like that. Yeah. I like that, man. And um, not to get too too deep because, yeah. uh, but I've heard, you know, some people, you know, for the dreads, it's not just a style kind mm -hmm. of thing, you know, it's, it's a, 
it's a much more personal thing. You know, sometimes if it can be something for religion. Sometimes it can yeah. be for culture kind of things. It can resemble uh, power kind of things. Yeah. Uh, does that help contribute to your artist persona as well? Or does it take um, part of your personal into your artist persona? Uh, to be honest with you, I grew jazz because I saw a, saw a Walker Flocker video. He was shaking his dreads in the video, <laughs> and I said, hey, I said, I want to be able to do that one day. So I started growing my dreads out. Like, okay. So it's, it's basically. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I like it. And, and they look wonderful, man. You know, you. keeping them fresh and so clean. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes, ma'am. I don't, I don't recall which Walker Flocker song it was, but... uh. He 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 really shook his dress in all his videos. So mm -hmm. I was like, I like I was like, I like that. You know, I want to grow mine out and yes. see what I could do. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it, man. I love it, man. Uh so what kind of elements are important for you to have in your music? Like any mm -hmm. kind of certain uh effects you like to use or techniques? Um, like techniques. Uh you really gotta when recording, you really gotta have good breathing techniques. First, first, foremost. So, uh, I kind of slacked up on mine a little bit, but I used to go in and just go, 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 go. Now it's like, okay, now I got to get back in the gym and hit the treadmill or something and get my get my wind back up because it's like rapping is like a sport. You got to be in shape too. You got getting on stage and everything you got to do, going out like you got to be in shape. Is there any kind of like, uh, like you said, like doing treadmill exercise, things like that. Is there anything uh, that you do specifically um, else in your routine that is like part of your ritual? Uh, yeah, my ritual. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a truck driver, so I drive trucks outside of doing music. So my ritual is uh, when I'm when I'm on the road, when I'm driving my truck, I feel like if I could rap the song, if I could rap the full song while I'm driving down the road, that's my ritual. Let me know I'm ready to go in the studio and, and record the song. That's, that's, how, that's how I feel. Yeah. And yeah, you need a, quite a gust of wind yep. diaphragm for that because that's a long <laughs> journey, friend. Yep. Oh my goodness. And is that a way for you also to memorize your lyrics too? So when you go to perform live, you know, you don't miss a beat? Yep. When I'm, when I'm going down the road in my work truck, I have my uh, beats playing through the, through the speaker. And I'm just, you know, rapping and rapping mm -hmm. and rapping and, you know, getting, getting my words, getting my thoughts together. So. Do you ever get any requests on the radio line, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, uh, I know a lot of people in my job, they be like, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I don't, I didn't tell people at work I really rap like this. So uh -huh. uh, I ended up doing a song with one of my coworkers and he just put it out there and like kind of told people and I. People be like, I didn't know, I didn't know you rap. You sound, you sound good. Like I didn't know, like and stuff like this. So, no. Okay, okay, that's awesome, man. Now you want to talk about an exclusive show, though, man. You're gonna have your fans like going out there trying to buy a transmitter. <laughs> They're like, hold on, I need to hear this exclusive live. Okay, shout out yep. to my, shout out to my girl Dreadhead Easy. Put her on Channel Four. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. I all love that. All on the CB radio in the truck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's some people that can't even reach those channels, okay? So yeah. that is, like, exclusive content right there. Yeah. I love that. So besides uh, doing your ritual, what kind of things helps you to get in the creative mode, uh, really gets you in the writing, wants you to go to the studio? 
uh, stuff that gets me in the creative mode, like uh, the beat, for sure. For sure, if I hear a beat, it's like now nah, I don't just I don't just write the beats. I have to hear something. It have to it have to hit me. It have to come to me. Like okay, I hear a certain beat, and the words just flow out. So that's how that's how I do my music. Now I don't just go. Oh, I'm gonna pick this beat, and then. But I, I got to hear it, and it, it got to make something flow out of me. That's how that's how I go with the beats, like far as that. Okay, excellent. And uh, do you, so, you, do you write typically as you're listening to the beats mostly, or do you ever get lyrics before you hear the beat? It just all depends. Like I had a guy in Georgia sent me a beat, and it's like as soon as he sent me the beat, I don't know, I don't know what happened in my mind, but the words just they just flew out. Like, yeah. Flew out like it's like the pen touched the paper and I just was going, 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 <laughs> going. Like it's you no, know, that's how my that's how my mind work when yeah. I hear a beat, you know, and it just catch me like that. So and then less than twenty four hours, I sent him the I sent him the whole full song back. He was like he was like I sent you the beat and you sent me a whole track back less than twenty four hours. I was like I don't know what you did with that beat. And I don't know how you came up with it, but it just touched me in that way and you know put the song got. Wow. Wow. That's incredible, yeah. man. Uh, I really have to give it to you, you know, vocalist, you know, and lyricist. Like y'all are yeah. double whammy talented yeah. with that man because I barely know how to articulate a sentence. You know what I'm saying? And y'all <laughs> doing like entire like albums and whatnot, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it takes it take a lot some time, but, you know, it's all it's all fun, though. Yeah, when you're passionate about it, you're like you said, you're not thinking about work and you're just yeah. being creative. Yeah, being creative. Right on, man. So what is the latest project that you've worked on? And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what was the producing part, recording part like of this project? Uh, the latest project I've been working on, uh, I really just been made, I really just been putting singles out. So, uh, and the singles I've been putting out, Basically, uh, I've been recording all of them at, uh, here at AV Recording Studio. So mm-hmm. I've worked with Juice, I work with Iconic, and you know most most of the songs I just been putting out singles. Like I'm not really in the album mood or mixtape mood right now. I just wanna put a couple singles out and you know see where it go from there. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the singles that you released recently? Uh, I got one called. Pray for me. It's basically a mellow type vibe song. Uh, basically about really just. I started off like trying to make trying to make through the storm. Just pray for me, you know. Basically, it just gets you in that vibe of no matter what's going on, I'm still going. I'm still going push through. Then another part I was like, uh, when you outside, you safe with me. Like make it through the storm, pray for me. When you outside, it's safe with me. Like if you with me, we good. Wherever we at, we good. You know, whatever happened, I got your back. Like basically, I'm just putting all that in, into the song. So, okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah. And what about some of the other singles you released recently? Uh, I released another single called "Don't Change." Don't change on me. So that's the one. I'm really getting ready to really release, release. I just shot a video to it uh, with two spicy visuals. You no know, shout out to them. They they on Instagram on the two spicy visuals. Shout out to them. 
it's gonna be a dope uh, video. And uh, basically, the song is just like, don't don't change on me. Like, if you if, if we meet and you this way and you say we're gonna be that way, just just stay the same. Stay the same. Like, don't change. You know, because too many people come along one way. They be one way, then they be another way. Like, just be be the same you every day. It's yeah. basically all I'm trying to put into that song. Yeah, you know, it, it's cool to have five friends, but not five yeah. friends in one person. Exactly. <laughs> okay, you know, exactly. look, don't worry about the carpool situation. I'll figure it out, but I just need yeah. one person per body. Exactly. <laughs> and I did I did a preview of that song. I didn't I didn't put the full song out. I did a preview of it on I like kind of put a snippet on my Facebook story and I took a poll like uh jam it, slam it or jamming and I got I got a hundred percent. Slam it, cause everybody can relate to that. Everybody done had somebody change on them. Everybody done had somebody switch up on them. Everybody done, whether it's a friend, family, relationship partner, you know, everybody done experienced that in life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't be like the weather, y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's only one you, and relish it. <laughs> okay. And so you said you recorded um, all of your projects, recent projects here at the studio. Yep. So when you get to the studio, like, have you already, like, are you coming back from work? You've done your rituals, like, you're just ready to hit the studio? Or do you spend time to get here and kind of warm up a little bit before you start doing your recordings? Uh, but when I come to the studio, I actually, I pull up a little bit early and I just go over, go over my everything in the, in the car. Like, I sit outside for a little bit. I try to pull up at least 15, 20 minutes early sit outside and go through everything like one last time to make sure when I when I get in the studio, it's just it's just ready to go. Cause you know, you got to you just got your time. You gotta fit what you could fit in with any time, whether you book an hour, two hours, three hours. You know, you don't you don't wanna waste a lot of time and you wanna get your project done. For sure, for and sure. You, and you wanna come prepared because I know that's what that's what engineers love. Somebody that they come prepared. They don't want you to come in the studio trying to write this and get this together and you got to find this, you got to find this. So, you know, kind of, kind of try to make y'all job a little easier too. For sure. For yeah. sure, man. You know, cause, uh, the whole point is we want y'all to be able to leave happy and yeah. felt like the job was complete. Yep. I like that, man. I like that, man. Has there been any kind of project, um, that you've done recently that really, uh, really stuck out to you? Like have real fond memories? A uh, recent project I've done, uh, I dropped the project. It was called, my last mixtape was called The Come Up. And I called it The Come Up because before I dropped that mixtape, uh, I really wasn't in the, in the position in life that I am now. So I called it The Come Up, you mm -hmm. know? Like, okay, I went from kind of doing bad to, okay, now nah, kind of doing all right. Still not doing good, good, but nah, I'm kind of doing all right. So I called the mixtape The Come Up. Mm -hmm. You know, so that that's something that uh, that's a mixtape that I always keep in my memory. Then I had a, I had a good friend. He dropped a movie on Amazon Prime. His name his name named Terrence Weasel, and uh, he's he's a Texas author. He done wrote a lot of great books, and he put out a movie on Amazon Prime. And he he actually used that mixtape as his soundtrack on the movie. So wow, yeah, that's incredible, man. Yeah, when he hit me up about it, I was like, whoa, I was like, okay, I. It's like, okay. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. snap. What is the name of the movie so we can check it out? It's called uh, Betrayal. 
It's called The Last Betrayal. It's on Amazon Prime. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Dreadhead Easy is is a movie recording artist, too, y'all. Okay. Ooh-wee. Wow, that's incredible, man. Yeah, actually, one of my one of my one of my songs I recorded at uh, AV Recording Studios uh, called uh, "From the Bottom." Another another guy I know he just put out a movie called "Cutthroat Texas" on Tubi. Mm-hmm. He actually he put that song in that in that movie too. So, wow. Yeah, it's called "Cutthroat Texas" on uh, Tubi. Yeah, it just wow. came out. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Congratulations, man. That's wonderful, man. Yeah. So. Uh, kind of a hot topic, but just curious. How much of a bureaucracy paperwork headache was it for them to get the rights to put your music in their film? Uh, I really, I really didn't even much touch. We didn't even touch bases on none of that because, uh, far as the first guy that made the movie, Terrence, uh, he he a cool guy, so I wasn't worried about, you know trying to get paid or no money or nothing like that. I just, I was like, I was just uh, okay with him actually just putting my music in mm-hmm. in the movie. So, you know, the mu- the music he chose to use, you know, I owned it. So I was like, okay. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to go that direction trying to paperwork. And mm-hmm. if, if you make this, then I get this. Like, I, I really didn't care because he's such a good dude. You know, he, he do so much in the community, do mm-hmm. so much back to the community. So, just my music being in the movie, that that was enough for me on that part. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that man. And yeah, yeah what an honor to be uh have your work represented in another local professional's work yeah. too. You know, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, and that reach is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Wow, man. And uh and I'm sure your credits are featured in there too. So people are yeah. gonna from that being able to find you there that way too. Like that's yeah. wonderful, man. Yep, and I know if I ever get rich, I got him. I know if he ever get rich, he got me. So I know we good on the on that on that part. Oh yeah. Making yeah. making connections early, y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. So have you collaborated? You collaborated with movie directors and uh have you collaborated with a lot of different other artists and other professionals as well before? Uh yeah. I collaborated with uh I got a song. I did a song with T Rail. You know T Rail. Mm-hmm. He a uh, he a, he a big singer in the industry. I did a song with uh, C T Garza. He a uh, kind of a big Houston rapper. I did a song with a uh, Sauce Walker. I did a song with a uh, OMB OMB Bloodbath. I did a song with her. And if I did a song, I did songs with a lot of people, like a few other people. So okay. Uh, how was your experience collaborating with these other artists? Um, did you guys have similar visions in mind for the projects y'all worked on? Uh, my experience, because most of the time you do features with people, they like, okay, just send me the song. I'm going to do my verse and send it back. A lot of them actually came and met me at the studio, and we actually worked together. Like uh, One of my best experiences was when uh, Sauce, Sauce Walker actually pulled up, came to the studio, and I was like, oh, man, I thought he was just going to say, send a song, put his verse, then send me the song back. So I like that experience. So basically, uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of my favorite experience right there. I like that, man. I mean, I, I'm understanding of both situations. It's like not mm-hmm. all the artists are going to be able to meet at the same time because yeah. of schedules. But it 
it is a definitely, I'm sure, a different vibe, a better vibe to be able to be in the same time, you know, being able to play off of one another's creativity, too. Yep. I love that, man. I love that, man. So what advice would you give to others um, who are interested in collaborating with people in the music industry or production industry? If you think about collabing with people, uh, collab collab with somebody that got the same passion as you or or more. Mm-hmm. You know, don't collab or work with people who, okay, I'm just doing this just to do it or this is not their top priority. Like mm-hmm. if you if you're really serious and you really serious about your music and doing music, you gotta work with people with the same mindset. Mm-hmm. That's why when people say, uh, you gotta work with everybody. No, you don't. You don't yeah. have to work with everybody. Everybody don't have the same motive. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have the same passion. So you can't work with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you gotta know who you can work with and who you should work with. So that's how I feel about that. Very true. Very yeah. true. You know, like don't burn bridges, but it's not to say you have to go yeah. this route. Yeah. And uh, have there been instances uh, or is there advice that you can give when it comes to not just working with the artists, collab- collaborating with the artists, but with their individual teams too, you know, like their management team, their production team? Because I'm sure maybe your team and their team may not always seem eye to eye on the vision of the project. Yeah. Uh, for us like that, um, if I'm working with somebody and they, they have like a team or something behind them, me, myself, personally, I'm a, I'm an independent artist. So mm-hmm. I really don't have like the whole team mechanism and the whole, you know, stuff like that. So basically working with somebody that's under those circumstances, like I feel like as long as they got a good team behind them and they team, lead them in the right direction, then whatever project we do, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to take off however they want it to take off. So, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. And you beat yourself, you know, being an independent artist, like, you know, uh, many, many uh, local artists today. And I mean, just many artists in general, because people are starting to wake up to this. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to be signed yeah. to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. That's not true. You know, Um what are the kind of things that you try to do um, to make sure to protect yourself as a professional so that way you don't accidentally get bamboozled by multiple, you know, people from a, another team of some other client? Uh, what I try to do is I just try to uh, have everything just I try to have everything to where I know, OK, first of all, first of all, for the foremost part, I make sure I make sure I don't owe nobody nothing. I make sure I don't owe nobody anything. If I could do it for myself first, I'm gonna do it for myself. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't want no handouts. I don't want nobody holding nothing over my head. Like oh, you owe me this or you owe me that. Mm-hmm. Like if I ever, if I ever, if I have ever been with a label or a team, none of them could say when I left. None of them could say oh, you left, but you owe me this. Yeah, nobody can't. Mm-hmm. Nobody could ever say that. Uh, yeah, independent don't just mean I'm not signed. Independent means that I handle mine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, independent means I like it'd be nice, but I don't need it. Yeah. To, not to survive, baby. Mm-mm. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to be to where whatever I feel like a label or manager or somebody could do for me, I want to feel like I could do the same for myself. Yeah. Like that's 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 the that's the 
direction I'm going towards right now, trying to get myself to. Okay, yeah. And you're constantly grinding, I'm sure, because yep. you, you're working hard, hard as hell. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So what lessons, if any, have you learned since when you first started making music professionally? Uh, first lesson I learned uh, it's 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 sad to say, but first lesson I learned is you can't you can't take everybody with you. Hey, no matter how bad you want to, you can't take everybody with you. Now you might you might can go back and pick them up one day, but sometimes you just can't take everybody with you at that moment. Like, so that's that's the biggest thing I learned. It's a hard lesson to learn, but it's true. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Is there anything like you've developed, you know, in your music techniques since when you first started recording to now that you've noticed? When I first started recording, my delivery, I'm not even going to lie, my delivery sucked. <laughs> when I first started recording, my delivery sucked. Sounded like I was just reading straight off the paper. So now I think I have more, a better delivery, more you know, more character in my voice and, you know, actually rapping the song other than sounding like I'm reading it off a of paper. So it, 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 yeah, like the things that we as consumers of music don't think about when we think of, oh, well, they're just a vocalist. They're yeah. not just a vocalist. They're the, exactly. they're a walking instrument, a uh, book, you know, words, you know, like energy, man. Because the way that you guys vocalize and you change it up during your performances and yep. songs, it's very talented. Yeah, take a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you mentioned, like, I'm going to kind of go back to earlier, but, you know, you mentioned, you know, you do breathing exercises and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have to change up your breathing exercises depending on, like, the kind of delivery you're going to do, perhaps? Uh, yeah. Sometimes, some songs I rap fast. So... Definitely, definitely got to have those breathing techniques. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you could hear like sometimes you could hear yourself like throughout the song. Then the engineer got to go in and take the breath side because you rapping and rapping, then then rapping and rapping. Then, you know what I'm saying? It's trying to catch the breath. So, you know, mm-hmm. but to cut a lot of that out, it's you you can't just go like get in the gym, go go walking, go jogging, hit the treadmill or something like that. So. Yeah, yeah, I gotta take care of that that yeah. that diaphragm, that core, all that all that stuff. That's really hard to do, but it'll pay off if you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what has been the most event, memorable event? Um, whether it's been at the studio or live performance or just a random event together that you've been at thus far. Uh, my most memorable event, I went to a show, and it was at the Scout Bar. I think, uh, I forgot the night, what city that's actually in, I think Clear Lake or something like mm-hmm. that, Scout Bar. Mm-hmm. So I went one night, you know, I had a show and I was like, man, nobody, like nobody came with me. So I went by myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I was like, I ain't going to let the fact that nobody came with me, like, you know, none of my people, or, you know, none. Of, it's, not, it's not like they didn't want to come, but I think it was like the circumstances of the time frame. So mm-hmm. I went by myself. So I was like, okay. I'm still gonna kill it, you know. Yeah. So it's like I still I still got the video to this day. So I went on, I remember I went on stage and I don't know what it was. Something told me to just jump in the crowd, jumped in the crowd, and the crowd 
crowd just went crazy. So I was like, it was just it was just an epic night. Like that's oh, wow. that's one of my best shows that I can remember. And in the video, you could just see everybody in the crowd just into into the performance. So yeah, oh, man. I'm always so nervous, like watching artists jump into the crowd because I'm yeah. always like, but what happens if some weirdo, I mean, I'm sure it happens to a lot of people, some weirdo trying to grab you or touch you or something yeah. <laughs> like that, but it was okay. No one tried to do no, anything stupid. I think the only only thing happened, I think a couple of people, you know, they was dancing, trying to dance, you know, yeah. close to me. But other than that, no, it wasn't, it wasn't okay. no type of weird vibes or nothing okay. like that. So wow. it, was, it was pretty cool. Wow, that that's and you know yeah, like I love that attitude. You're like, yeah. you know, whatever, man. I'm gonna turn it out no matter what. And then it ended up being like an incredible show. That's awesome. Yeah, because I, I remember I was on stage and I was just talking, introducing myself, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I was like, I didn't, I was like, I didn't come up here to just be on stage. I was like, I came here tonight to be with y'all. So I just went in the crowd. You know, the crowd went crazy. Then yeah, that's that's one yes. of the shows I'm always remember. Yeah. I, I, I like Scout Bar. It's a really neat venue because yep. it's very diverse, you yep. know. Um, have a little bit of everybody. Yeah, a little bit, of, little bit of everybody there. Yep. So, have you played at Scout Bar since that event? Uh, nope. That was that was the only time. Okay. Just that one time. Okay. Okay. Yep. Is there any other venues that you've played at thus far that you really enjoyed as well? Uh, I went to a lot of venues out in Victoria, Texas. Couple of those I enjoyed. Uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, venues I performed at. I'm from Beaumont, Texas, so any any venue I perform at out there, I always enjoyed it. And uh, I went out to Colorado. I forgot the name of the venue, but I, I enjoyed when I uh, performed out there too. Okay. And okay. it was a it was a big big venue in El Campo, Texas. I went to before and. Uh, I think it was for a Boosie concert or something like that. And it had so many people there. Yeah. So oh, many man. people. I think that's my first show where it had that many people. Oh, man. Was it like a festival or something like that? It was just a show, like a concert. A big old, big old bigger, bigger concert. Wow. I was Dang. like, I didn't know it was going to be this many people. Wow. So. Oh, man. That's incredible, man. <laughs> yeah. So was it a good turnout of that show? Yeah, it was, it was a real good turnout. Oh, wonderful, man! Yeah. Wonderful. I was kind of nervous, but once I once I get to the show and have get a couple of drinks in me, then okay, hey. it's time. I'm good to go now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like that, man. Yeah. So, is there anything that that uh, behind the scenes that you do? You know, you have your breathing techniques. You have you know your rehearsal techniques. Um, is there anything behind the scenes? You know, for like rituals before you go out to live perform that you do to make sure that the show goes well? Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, I have my drink, have my drink rituals. Okay. Like uh, what I drink probably depends on how alive I'm going to be at the show. Now, if I have, <laughs> if I have a gin and juice mm -hmm. or a Hennessy and Coke, okay, you better get ready for a good performance. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the Hennessy and Coke. Yeah. Okay, 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 man. I mean, and again, like more more power to y'all, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you're already, uh, you hearts already delivering, you know, very, you know, personal feelings in the form yeah. of music to us, you know, kind of thing, you know. So 
the least that you need is to feel feel mentally right. Yep. <laughs> Do you have any plans for uh, any future projects coming up for this year? Uh, I have I have a lot of plans. I'm planning on uh, dropping a lot of projects. Uh, I have I have a nephew. He's like uh, 17, and I'm trying to. Uh, since I've been doing music for a while, and you know he's very young, so he don't. I don't want him to have to go through the stuff I had to go through when I was young. He's a 17, 16, like trying to figure out how to do this, trying to figure. I, I figured it all out some somewhat, mm-hmm. so I could I could lead him him in the path he want to go. So I kind of want to manage my nephew, and he got some good music. I, I brought him to a showcase out here in Houston, and it was a. a if you won first place, you won like a hundred dollars a photo shoot, something else. So he performed this song and he ended up winning. He was the youngest artist there and he ended wow. up winning. Wow. Uh, yeah, he very he very talented. Wow. So, you know, that's that's one of my biggest projects. Like my nephew, like I wanna I wanna see him not, not have a hard time getting where he wanna go. So any way I can help him, any direction I can point him in, then that's that's what I wanna do. So the best thing that you can be is a mentor. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful, man. I respect yeah. that, man. I respect that, man. And how fortunate. And again, you're passing on the torch from your earlier experience of, you know, yeah. your brother and cousins share yeah. music, and now you're passing it on to your nephew. That's beautiful, yeah. man. It's like, really, like, the music thing, it really, like, you could say it running our family, like, my brother, from my brother to me to my cousin to my to my nephew and then we got other family, so I, I try to keep us all, like, in a loop together. So that's how I try to keep you, so. I love that, man. I love yeah. that, man. And, and nothing is better to share besides food is music. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. Do you have any last bit of advice for the listeners? Uh, My... my Biggest advice I can give anybody, no matter what you, no matter what you're trying to accomplish in life, like don't don't give up on it. Like it might seem like it ain't working or happening today, but you can give up today. Then you never know. Tomorrow could have been your day, but you never know because you gave up. So whatever you putting time into, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Like it might take a little time, but it's gonna happen for you long as you just keep putting in the work. So. Keep putting in the work, y'all. If you take away nothing else, remember to keep putting in the work and don't give up. Exactly. And so where can we follow you, madam? So we know to follow you on social media and your website. Yeah, you can follow me. I have a website. My website is dreadheadyeezy.com. That's dreadheadyeezy.com. And then I have my Instagram. You can follow me on follow me on Instagram at kyeezy. K-Y-E-E-Z-Y underscore 3720 on Instagram. And my Facebook, just Dreadhead Yeezy on Facebook. All right. Well, y'all know know the drill. Go ahead and follow, subscribe, like, and support your local artist. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.